what's happening everybody welcome back to another episode of dr movie the podcast on wheels kind of like meals on wheels but it's a podcast that's right i'm driving my car and talking about movies that i've checked out mostly on tubi here lately uh and i got a chance to check out this movie i've never seen before from 1984 it says 1984 it feels more like 81 82 so i'm thinking this movie was shot and shelved for a while trying to find you know somebody to distribute it or whatever didn't come out till 84 and that movie is called the power and uh i remember the artwork of this just never got around to seeing it and it's it really surprised me uh it's really that style of movies that I'm really, really fond of. Uh, that's why I said it doesn't feel like 84, because 84, you're starting to have all the big the big hitters of horror coming out, where it was a little more faster paced. This has that kind of late 70s, early 80s, slow burn feel about it, with a good payoff at the end. Uh, this thing, like I said, it, it, it moves pretty slow, and when it first started, I don't know. But, uh, really surprised me. I ended up really enjoying this one. And what this movie is about uh, is about well, obviously the power. But it has to do with this little bitty statue, right? So they're claiming that there are certain artifacts in the world that that possess certain power. I can't remember what they called the thing. It's like pterodactyl or something like that. Pterodactyl. I don't know. Something like that. All of you movie freaks can straighten me out on that it's not really that important except it does have an actual name and it's in you know artifacts books and all that kind of stuff but when it starts off you got a classroom setting and a professor's up in front of him and he's talking about these powers and he shows a picture of this statue which is i say statue it's about the size of i don't know a pack of chiclets if you know what chiclets are right i'm dating myself here uh you know a little bigger than a pack of gum not much bigger, so it fits in the palm of your hand. Uh, but it don't leave chocolate in your hands, right? It puts evil in your mouth and not in your hands. <laughs> How about that? Uh, and it's this little clay statue. It's ugly. looks very homemade. And uh, while he's up here talking about this thing and the power that it has, one of the students is kind of making fun of him, making fun of the, the statue and all this kind of stuff, kind of like I am. And the teacher gets real upset, and he looks down, and he actually has the statue with him. So he owns this statue, and he just looks at that student and starts making him have a nosebleed. He pulls, a, like, a carry on him. And a uh, dude gets up, runs out of the class, and class gets dismissed. And I don't know if it's the dean of the college or whatever comes up to the professor and is talking to him, and he's like... You know what happened in here he's like well he said I'm, I'm i'm having some issues i i think i can control it but i'm not for sure so when the dean leaves you see this big commotion happen but you know and the, and the professor is screaming and smoke coming off of him and what is happening is he's trying to get rid of the statue send it back to where it belongs only problem is it doesn't go peacefully. So it ends up picking the dude up and has him floating in the air for quite a while and slams him on like a flagpole. 
and uh, you know, right through him, impales him on it. So pretty cool beginning. And then it cuts to the Dean traveling cross-country out to, I don't know, the Badlands to track down the statue because he understands the power of this thing too and he's wanting it for himself and uh, willing to pay any price for it and the people that have it say look this is not for sale you you know all about this thing you know why you're here you can't have it when in the middle of the night the dean wakes up goes in there shoots the guy that's hosting him that's telling him that he can't have this and all this stuff and shoots this little kid right there's a little boy there too so that's how evil this thing is and uh dude goes to grab it and crazy things happen right <clears throat> and a little face melting some things like that which i'm gonna say this is obviously very low budget but the effects in this movie pretty dang good i have to give it to them these these really surprised me how well that they worked um then it flashes to i don't know a few years later there's a teen boy, and he's hanging out with his friends at school, and there's this girl saying, hey, tonight at midnight, we're going to get together, and we're going to do this little seance. Bring whatever with you that you feel like is a protector, right? So she brings something that she says that's supposed to protect her family from evil, and then the other kid brings like a rabbit foot, and this boy brings the little statue. And they're like, where did you get that? He's like, well, my parents got it on some trip. I don't know. It's just at the house. Well, they're doing the, the, you know, here's what you do, right? You take a, uh, a statue that can cause ultimate evil, and you combine it with the power of uh, a Ouija board, right? So these kids are doing this seance thing with a Ouija board, and it says, you know, is there anything you would like to tell us, something from the afterworld, and it just says, go, go, like, get out of there. And then, uh, this fixture that's hanging up, almost like a light fixture or whatever, uh, starts falling down, and they get scared and run out. Security guard goes in there looking around, see what's happening, and the evil is obviously still in that room, and it ends up knocking the, the security guard off by dropping a big concrete, concrete cinder block on his head. And again, it, it looks really good. And so now the story is they're wanting to tell the local newspaper that they were there doing this little seance thing and they know that this evil is what caused the death of this security guard. And they want the story captured because they... Somebody at the newspaper, this young lady, right, who's actually like the star of the movie. She's the only one that's really been in anything else but nothing worth talking about. And uh, wanting her to capture this information and put it in the paper or at least document it. Of course, she didn't believe it. She's got a friend that just come into town, and I think they used to be a couple or whatever, but he's enthralled by the whole story, and he ends up talking to the, the teenage girl, and she actually has the little statue. Actually, before that, the boy that owns it is sitting at home at his desk, and the little statue starts making all these things happen, like the room just starts going crazy. And again, low budget, but these effects look really good. The thing starts pulling like... Uh, it starts off like a magnet, right? It's starting to pull like paper clips from across the table and sticking to the to the statue. Then it starts pulling his lunch and a book. It starts making the baseball bat float in the air. I mean, it, it's you know, it's pretty cool supernatural stuff. 
and it looks pretty dang good and uh, it gets pretty crazy I mean it ends up looking like again dating myself you remember the video for come on feel the noise by quiet riot when the kids trying to turn off the radio and his room starts going crazy and he's, the radio keeps getting bigger and he's trying to turn the knob to turn it off to stop it it looks a lot like that the room is going crazy stuff is blowing around everywhere speakers are blowing up fire it's again surprisingly well done and he decides at that point that's where they start talking to the newspaper people like you know we know this little statue is responsible for it and um, again this guy that's visiting and uh, he decides that he's in he's in you know like I said intrigued about the whole thing he talks to the teenage girl and gets her to give him the statue so here we go now this guy has the power even though he don't really know it but when you get the power and you can do a lot of crazy stuff you got superhuman strength you know you're you're very violent you're very paranoid because you think everybody's trying to take the power from you but the way this thing works is you think you need the power but really the statue needs you to make the powers and everything happen that's the force of evil so you kind of get this battle going on for a while uh the the girl the the newspaper lady she doesn't buy into all this and she's at home one night everything's pretty calm but she's actually letting the other guy stay there with her and he's got the little statue there and she puts it in a in a cabinet she don't want to have anything to do with it she thinks it's all hokey and when she lays down and goes to sleep you don't know that's a, a dream sequence but if there's anything worth seeing in this movie this dream sequence is pretty dang wicked uh, it's very similar to other things that we've kind of seen in a way but it's very well done and I was like wow that that's really impressive so if anything check this movie out for the dream sequence that's in it I, I, I was really impressed with it especially for the time frame of this uh, she wakes up and the the guy that's visiting is at the door he's coming in it's like what's happened here the room is a total wreck I mean it is like demolished like somebody's coming there and just ransacked the place come to find out the doors were locked nobody came in and that's the point he's trying to make to her is nobody came in nobody robbed you there's nothing missing it's just all in shambles everywhere so he's leaning towards this statue right doing this well, as the story goes on, he starts messing with the little statue, and obviously he gets the power, right? Which leads to a lot of destruction, uh, a lot of, like I said, he gets paranoid and thinks everybody's trying to get it, so he has to defend it, which leads to some pretty good fight scenes or whatever you want to call it. Eventually, it leads back to the teenage kids coming over to well, there's this whole relationship between the, the, the woman at the newspaper and her dad and this guy that you know is a friend of the newspaper ladies right so they're all entangled here and uh, the girl gets a phone call from her dad's house saying you need to come over here now well when she gets there she can't find her dad but the other guy is there 
and he's like, something happened to your dad. He wasn't breathing. Got the ambulance to come pick him up, and they said they didn't know which hospital they was going to take him to, but they would call whenever they find out. So obviously something messed up has happened, right? At the same time, the three teenage kids show up, because they're a big part of this as well. And while they're in transit of coming over, then you've got this guy chasing the newspaper girl all through the house. She's trying to hide from him. The kids show up. He starts chasing them. He does like a ritual kind of seance setup thing. He's he's got candles and everything set up, and he's you know cutting his finger to sacrifice blood, and you know all your crazy normal stuff, right? Needless to say, uh, the power has totally consumed him, and he's chasing both the young girl the teenage girl and the newspaper girl who end up in the same room together. The two boys run out of the house and end up trying to get back in later on. Well, when they're climbing back in, they have to go through a passageway under the house, and when they do, they find the dad, who's dead, obviously. So there you go. He's killed him and put him in the basement. And the two girls are locked up in this room, and he's trying to bust through the door, very Jack Nicholson type, just with his bare hands, though. And the young girl, the teenage girl, takes the little statue and slams it on the ground and you hear the dude react. And when he sticks his head back through, part of his head has been like swiped. It's like his face has been stretched. Again, you know, simplistic, but it's like, wow, this is really cool. Well, she she puts it together that if you destroy the, the statue, it'll destroy him and he'll stop. Wow. I'm just going to leave it right there because this really impressed me, uh, you know, because I expected some weak kind of payoff because of just the stuff I've been watching lately. But I'm really, really impressed with the effects right here. Uh, to the fact that I was smiling, grinning from ear to ear, to ear and almost laughing at just how awesome this was. Because, I don't know, it just reassured that there's a specific time period that just does it for me in horror movies, and this is right in the midst of it. And I did not expect it to pay off like it does. This is a solid flick. I'm not going to give away the ending because there's more to it, but uh, I'm going to say do yourself a favor and check this movie out. It is well worth a watch. It's a little slow, again, because it's that time period, but I'm telling you, the payoff to this thing was really, really good. And, uh, I don't know. I was really impressed. So, I'm going to give this a 4 out of 5, which means I really liked it. It's good. Uh, we'll definitely watch it again. I'm, I'm recommending it right here on the spot. Uh, so, if any of y'all that are checking this show out and been listening lately, then you kind of know where uh, these shows have been kind of hit and miss on things. Uh, this is right up my alley of what I like. So, give it a chance. Check it out. That's it for this episode. Folks, if you have recommendations, let me know. I'll be glad to cover your movies for you. That's it for this one, folks. We will check you later.